0: FM Podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight we're doing Walking with Christ. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students, they become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. I want to begin by just an amazing thank you to all of you and to all the amazing mods and BDADs we have out there. I just received an amazing message from so many of you came together and, um, as a birthday message. And for those of you didn't know, today is my birthday. I'm 57 years old today, five, seven. This is kind of a crazy day when you take the numbers and I'm not a number guy, but I still can't deny the numbers. Five, seven is together. Five and seven is 12. One plus two is three on 111. 2022. 111 is 3. 222 two, two is 6. And 3 and 6 is 9. That's sacred geometry numbers right there. It's pretty powerful. So anyway, kind of a crazy numbers to line up like that. But thank you very much for all the great blessings. And I'm seeing them just opening up on the board here. So thank you very much. I'm going to skip all the normal commercials tonight. We get you get plenty of those. If you have You wonder where to get your pillows or where to get your coffee or where to get your Bible, the links are below the podcast and you can find those right there. You know, I I just kind of wondered what I was going to do today. And I had originally Michael Beatty scheduled and today got a little crazy. Michael's going to be on tomorrow night and uh, he's a great person. And I I just kind of wanted to do some reflections on the podcast, on what we're trying to get to, and a lot of just perspectives that, um, I've gained over this last year you know I've I've had a pretty amazing morning and um, I'd say you know if if I was going to measure just birthdays this has been one of the greatest between the amazing support from everybody out there and the continued growth of what Bard's Nation has become and what we are building and what God is guiding us to build and just from a personal standpoint a lot of what God shared with me this morning, which some I'll share, but some of it is just insights that are just very powerful. You know, a year ago, we had somewhere around 500,000 followers. Downloads would be the right term in, in podcast terms. When you're podcasting versus YouTube, you do um, you do followers. or I'm sorry, downloads. I said that wrong twice. Um, so you do... Downloads. And as a measure of a success of podcast, downloads are the are the measure. Five hundred thousand downloads a year ago, and I didn't announce it. We actually broke this on Sunday, but we have now hit twenty million sixty five thousand three hundred ninety seven as of right now. 20 million. I think we need a little music for that. Let's see if we can find the right music for that one. I think it's, uh, is it this one? Nope. I'm going to try to find it. I don't know where it is. I had some really cool music for that. Oh, I know where it is. (laughs) I was like, yeah, where is it? It's in the wrong place. Let's see if we can find those cool tunes for all that cool stuff. But anyway, 20 million, 20 million downloads is absolutely crazy. And that type of growth, we we really seldom see in a podcast, and that's all God right there. That's straight up God doing his thing and moving this podcast, and many thanks to all of you that have helped make that happen. Um, and that's what has allowed this podcast to grow, quite frankly, to being one that is was a small podcast to now being heard in... Over 120 countries, we have an active audience in every single state, every single province in Canada. We cover most of Europe. We're in, even in China, we have listeners, probably the CCP, but if so, good, because we'll give you some Christ. And South America, Africa, we have a strong Australian contingent, and our prayers are all for the Australians that are in this fight, stand strong with Christ. We have UK is another strong, France, France, Um, even it. we're, we're in a lot of countries and that I should say is God's in a lot of countries because that's the message that we are really pushing here. So 20 million. So thank you all. It's been an incredible growth to this point and it's um, humbling to say the least. Um, I am, it has been humbling to a point of a little bit overwhelming because that level of growth, we had such an explosion of growth. I know so many of you have been so generous this year in so many different ways. Um, and I, and I will just openly say, I'm sorry if I didn't get you an, an a thank you note directly, but just know that you are thanked deeply by me for all that you've offered, given in, in whatever form that is. It's just a very, very amazing, um, and humbling experience. The one thing that I would say that we are faced with and that we are facing well is how we are overcoming this fear and through our deep love in Christ. The you know when this podcast first started out a year ago not a year ago, I'm sorry, I started it out in the spring of two thousand nineteen. And I was doing about one a week. And it was a point that I was treading carefully on how much faith I would bring into the podcast. And I was really kind of treading that line of being more news and with a little bit of faith. And as that has gone along, really, I've just followed as God's led. And what is the most important part is that we lead with a lot of faith. And a little less news. The news is not where our truth is. And our news is truly with where God is. And that's where our wisdom is as well. If anything, I've I've really come to appreciate over the 1,000 plus shows that have gone on is the need for us to become more intimate in our relationship with God and Christ. We tend to um, put Christ out beyond us and in ways of too many times trying to configure him as, an, and I think that was well said by David Martin last night, by the idea of being a superhero. And Christ reminds us in John fourteen twelve, which as you know, I've been I'm just pounding this passage lately, truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I am going to the Father. I have been very, very blessed this year with the amount of Scripture that people have shared. And I I pay attention to these. It's when when people share Scripture, I, I really, I take time to read, and especially within the time that they share it. Because Scriptures are personal. When we're called to passages, it's very personal and i have this one sheet which is just an accumulation of some kind of the key passages that have been shared and that i've also been drawn to this year and and it's always at my go-to reference point it's probably 10 pages or so but scripture is personal and our experience in our in as we walk this journey is personal but it's what also makes us the salt and it's what also gives us that uniqueness of being in one body, because we're all looking at the world, seeking him, and we're all experiencing him in many different ways and beautiful ways of intimacy. There's not just one template. And in the process, we're coming together and we're proving this so brilliantly. And I think that's what is so amazing, is that Bard's Nation is quietly awaking many to Christ across this nation. We are doing as God would want us to do. We are expanding the kingdom, and we're occupying the land, and we're doing amazing things each person, and people are starting to stand up in communities. And what I've noticed, because I'm really hearing a lot more from people taking action, there isn't the fanfare. We're not getting headlines. We're not getting the people aren't getting big rallies, but they're making differences. And if there's anything I would say that is just, it just makes, it humbles me and, and puts a smile on my face at the same time of where we sit now a year later is we're literally a change agent in a massive way, not just in this country, but around the world. Next week, we're going to hear from someone who is a, part of Bards Nation that's running for governor. And we have someone else coming up who is in Bards Nation who is leaving the IRS to go start, pursue a career in woodworking because they want to live free. And we have someone else coming up who has reached out to me here that came to Bards FM and is now working to build uh, a hydroponics facility for an orphanage in Philippines. These are real people, and there's many more stories like that. And that's us taking action in a place where God would want us to take action to literally change the world. I will share with you some of what was put on my heart the other day in in the last few weeks with prayer. We all are very familiar with the pyramid and the eye, because that's ultimately what the occult and the Luciferians do. And it's really how this whole world has been structured. The occult and the eye. And, and if you really understand that, it's not just metaphorical. And it's not like when you hear the occult talk about it, they talk about ascension to the eye. That's not really what's happening. Because the pyramid model is endemic to every single thing we do in our life. And it works something like this. And the easiest way to describe it is the way business works. So if business, if you want to, if you're going to see another business grow, you're going to invest in that business. And then you're going to expect that your investment gets a return on investment. So that's probably going to be, let's say you put $10,000 into a business and then what you're going to look for is to get that return on that investment of say maybe you'll want fifteen or twenty thousand dollars back to quote make it worth your time or you'll invest ten thousand and you'll take a portion of the business. That's the real pyramid. So every single thing that you build out in this model, not you in particular, but as the structure is, is that as people build, they take a portion of what is what they build into. So that's the pyramid, and the pyramid grows. So there's one center point and it happens across every level of our culture. In a master level, there's one central corporation right now that owns most everything. That name of that corporation happens to be Cap Z, as we currently know it. And that corporation owns most everything. And that From there outwards, every step, every tier down on that pyramid that gets the pyramid base wider and wider and more and more of of subsidiary companies, each one ultimately is tied in one central point to that top corporation. But here's the deal. And this is where I'd say that the plan that I'm pushing forward on and I'm going to encourage everybody to push forward on, which God has shown me, is a different way. We need to build a forest, not a pyramid. And we're doing it with this daily conversation. We're doing it through our actions of helping one another. That's part of the forest. But now imagine if you were thinking of investing in a business. But instead of seeing your money as yours, see your money as God's money for you to steward. So what if each person... That had that excess to invest, didn't invest, but instead used God's money to help another business start. There's no return on investment. It's God's investment using the money that God gave us. And in so doing, we're then able. To see a forest seeded to each person as they can is in their means helping seed another part of the forest. Pretty soon you're going to have thousands of cottage industries. Pretty soon you're going to have thousands of people using their gifts and talents standing up. And there's not an obligation to pay back that investment with a return on investment in money or interest But instead, instead, there is a return on investment that you're giving to God. That means you're using your gifts and talents to use that investment to build a small business to then when you get access to do the same thing. So I'm going to make an announcement tonight because I don't, most people don't know this, but we have been quietly doing this in Bards FM. And when the Bards FM store launches, the official store launches, in which we are targeting march many of the businesses in there will have been seated this way they will be businesses of bards nation people doing works to produce products to also be able to build an additional business on their own this is the this is the dream and we're going to make it happen i'm not just talking this is happening right now it's not it's one thing to talk. And I, and we have a lot of ideas, but if we're going to truly model the world that we want, we have to model it. And by action, we can't model it by prayer only. We can't model it by words. So this is the plan going forward because then each person is given what they need. And we reassign the dominance of money. Instead of money owning us, we see money as a gift from God. Boy, does that piss the Luciferians off. And I mean it. Does that piss the Luciferians off? Because they don't control you anymore by the dollars. Instead, we're saying that God's given us this, not you. God's blessed us with this money, not you. And because of that, we're stewarding what we have. And as we steward it for God, we're looking at other seeds to plant in the forest. And as we plant these seeds and we each are looking for that opportunity, we're going to grow a forest. So there's going to be a lot more discussion on this, but I just kind of wanted to share this tonight because it's, it's on my heart to share it very heavily because this is the direction we're actually moving now. As we are starting to seed county by county, this is going to be a very important principle to county by county that's much bigger than just the fundamentals. The fundamentals of the seven pillars are critical for county by county in the, in the house level, moving outwards. But on that one line, that that what we call right work, using your gifts and talents, that needs energy. That needs to be empowered. And we're going to do this. And we're working on it now, and we're growing it, And we're going to grow it massively this year. And it's going to be, you're going to see some big change. We have to, because this is the only way forward. Now, I want you to think about the power of this vision that God's provided. So a pyramid has a big base and a single eye. But the pyramids, everything is tied, inner tied to that pyramid. If you're outside the pyramid, you can't participate in the pyramid. So their idea was, let's make the whole world one big pyramid. And my idea is like, not doing that. And God's like, nope, that's not happening. Because what's happening right now, if you think about it, the amazing moment in time is the pyramid is now telling people you must leave the pyramid because you're not a by, a. Obliging the rules of the pyramid, you're not taking an injection, you're not taking, you're not wearing your mask. Go get out and go starve in the fields. You can't be part of our nice little pyramid world. And in the meantime, we're going to take a bunch of people and we're going to make them have dependency on us. We're going to replace their labor with with robotics, and we're going to implant them with a bunch of garbage, and they're going to have a world they can live in that's artificial. We call it meta. And you're going to all want to be part of it because it's going to be so cool. But we're not going to let you in until you get your vax and you, get your, and you wear your mask and you agree to be participant in our rules and abide only by our way of seeing things. And you only see, you have to accept that all of our interpretations of language and racism and division and hatred, those are all part of the game. And you have to accept it because we know you want to be part of it because we're great. Arrogance is their downfall. Symbology is easy arrogance is their downfall but God says this no we're not going to do that I'm going to show a different way I'm going to bless my children in different places around the world in different times in different moments I'm going to bless them with resources and they know what they need and I'm going to ask each one of them to steward a little bit of that to help another stand up and we're going to build a forest And everywhere there's a pyramid, we're going to build a forest around it. And we're going to build a forest that connects it, connects the forest to the forest, many forests. And those pyramids, they can come islands, but it doesn't matter. And if the pyramid tries to take some of the trees, that's fine. We'll plant a hundred more. And we're going to turn our power into the connectivity of brotherhood and fellowship across the world. With growth, the prosperity, the freedom, the sovereignty that God gave us, and liberty in our heart. And we're going to do it by being good stewards of what we are and what we have. And we're going to do it by stewarding what God gives us, each of us, and doing what we all do natively anyway, because we are trying always to give. This is how we grow this forest. And this forest will be massive. So, like I said, we're not talking about this altogether. We're talking about it right now, but it's actually happening. And as it happens forward more, we're going to show people how it can be done—not just talk about it, but show the success, demonstrate the success, offer guidance to make it happen in other places. We want this to grow massively, and God wants this to grow massively. And as we do this, you will see the pyramids. Oh, they'll be there, isolated, loud. Some of the neighborhoods were going to have to put up with their loud voice, just like the yodelers at the top of the minaret at the mosques. Uh, that's okay. In time, as the forests grow thick and prosperous, those within the pyramid will try to leave. Some will successfully leave and won't be there for them when they do. But our world is going to grow strong. It's going to have deep roots, and the roots are going to interconnect with one another. This metaphor is is a powerful one because it's how you destroy the Tower of Babel. It's how you destroy the many towers of Babel. And it's how we live in John 14, 12. Truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do because I am going to the Father. We have such an amazing opportunity within ourselves. It's a beautiful world that we have right now, an unbelievable opportunity to reset the world in a direction that's in alignment with what God's will is. We don't need their incessant demands of degrees and COVID passes and All the rules that choke down God's life. We need to step away from their binary world where every single thing is translated to a one and a zero, including this digital nightmare that we currently have to operate in. We need to find a way forward that is, how can I say it, organic? Would that be correct? Not like you're going (laughs) to, not like Whole Foods, by the way. But, in this true sense of organic, that it's coming up with true roots and dimension, and it has life. Because every time we deal with the digital world, and that's why everything in this world is becoming digital, it defiles the perfection that God has. It defiles it. And so instead of defiling, we're going to empower God's glory and grace and beauty and perfection into our worlds, And we're going to maximize what those gifts are to bring greater plenty, greater prosperity to these communities. You know, I I can guarantee you as this grows, there's going to be those that are claiming that everything I say is idealistic and I'm going to say, good, I'm glad you feel that way. Because all of that came from God and those are ideals which God provided for us to follow. And we're realistic about where we're going. So I'll take idealistic any time. Because we know what we're going to achieve. We can change this world. And the foundation that we've set over this last year is an amazing rock that we're standing on. We've seen, we've been hit by the waves of assaults and the desperation and the despair and the pain. But this is where we need to go now, not just in this path of growing a forest, but we now need to also go in that deeper place of that intimacy with Christ. And it's the connection of growing the forest through our connectivity into the forest That it gives us its greatest strength. The forest is not going to grow without us, and we can't grow without the forest. We're creating a symbiosis of sorts, centered on our gifts and talents, and each home built on those seven pillars. I know I started this thing out. I know people get really, I know a lot of people get really sketchy when we talk about things like 369 or. You start talking about vibrations or frequencies that were like, oh, we're going to get into esoteric stuff. I would hope that you would know me by now that I don't play those games. But I want to give you something to pray on and focus on and the perfection of what God's world is. I mark this day different than many others because when there is, I'm not a numerology guy, but when there's numbers that line up like this, it's something I prick my eyes up to. And I say, okay, God, what is that? And I truly believe that part of what we're needing to seek, it is through a time that through our prayers, we can prove in real science, we can prove that we elevate up our vibration. And as we elevate that up, we become stronger, we become healthier. There's a difference in prayer and meditation. The two are similar but very much apart. When we talk and when I talk about prayer, prayer is a form of meditation at a much higher level than meditation because it's focused on the Son of God, Christ Jesus. I can meditate about anything. I can meditate about picking my nose. I can meditate about growing weeds or growing plants. I can meditate about nothing, empty mind. But when I'm putting my prayers and my focus around a meditation through Christ Jesus... I'm elevating up my spiritual vibration to a much, much higher level. Yeah, I'm using words right now that are in the esoteric and new age sense. Don't be misguided because I'm stealing them back. I'm taking them back in the name of the Lord. And as we do that, we create our own frequency. It's... Christ's frequency. It's God's frequency. And we need this frequency because what they're doing to us in every single thing they're doing is they're trying to crush us through our minds to reduce our vibration and minimize our frequency. They're failing right now. They're failing miserably and they know it. And this is why they're getting more insistent on masks and mandates and all this stuff. It's falling apart. And if If you're a Q follower and you're thinking it's all the white hats, take a step back and give credit where credit's due. This is God's hand we're witnessing, not a bunch of goofballs that are sitting with white hats or white yarmulkes at a bunch of computer boards. This is God's hand, and this is how God works. I'm increasingly convinced that for whatever means, methods, or whatever spiritual thing that these Luciferians do, they, have a, they knew some big moment was coming in the future. They didn't know exactly when. So they built their plans. Agenda 2020, Agenda 2030, now it's Agenda 25. I don't know. I can't keep up. And this is where God's working masterfully in awakening his children. And through our prayers and through our connectivity to him, we're raising at vibration we have to connect more closely, more purely, more intimately with Christ than ever before. And with that, our frequency is changing. Why do you think they spend so much time and worry about changing music to like 440 hertz or putting out specific frequencies on 5G networks or doing specific frequencies for certain TV transmissions? Frequencies at the core of this war to bring you down, to diminish your health and diminish your spiritual health. And through our prayers and elevation, we bring all this together. And then there's the greatest part about this all, where two or three are gathered. Because where we arrive, ironically, is not that we are coming together just to pray. We're coming together to create new energy. You heard Dr. Martin mention that last night, and I'm 100% behind this. When we invoke Christ into our life and into our relationship and into our prayers and into our exchanges, we are bringing, through Christ, we are bringing God into that moment. That's a power of creation. Patriots, we have the ability to transform this world. That's the whole point. It's all within us. And it's all the power of our relationship and intimacy with Christ and letting go of, this, of the physical perceptions of what we see and hold us back. What's the number one word that a child learns more than any other when before, in their first words of speak? And I will tell you, it is almost always one word and it's no. How horrific is that? Our whole world is based on no and you can't. No, and you must obey. No, and you can't, and you can't, and you must obey. I mean, it's it's constantly negative. And so when we get to a place right now in our own lives, we're burdened with that baggage because we have all grown up in that place of no. So if we're going to grow a forest, are we going to tell ourselves we can't, or are we going to tell ourselves we're going to grow a forest of giant trees? I say grow a forest of giant trees. And if someone says to me, oh, it's horrible. We're all going to die. I said, no, we're all going to live. We're going to live through Christ Jesus, and we're going to live beautifully on this earth as long as God wants us because I'm not going to worry about what they say. I don't obey them. And all of that centers on our prayers as a foundation and that fellowship that we build through one another and that strength that we build through all of that, to raise and to rise up and to grow a tremendous forest. That's within each and every one of us. And that's a beautiful thing. And fellowship is is amazing because, you know, I was, before the show, I watched a 12-and-a-half-minute video that was done by our B-Dads and Mods as a just a happy birthday message to me. And I'm not going to kid you. I have to be, if I'm going to be honest, I got choked up. It's very beautiful. It's a beautiful message from everybody. So thank you. But here's what I—it struck me. We took this whole platform, this whole concept of digital ones and zeros. It was supposed to strip us away from God's perfection. And it, it tries to constantly deconstruct God's perfection into ones and zeros. And this is what I experienced today as a reminder We recaptured that flag by being personal with messages, by being interactive with an experience. We created fellowship across digital space with the true love and projection of the love in Christ. That's incredible because that was never supposed to happen. This digital platform was supposed to deconstruct us and enslave us. This is literally when evil is turned to good. So as we head into this year, I'm going to encourage everybody in every way possible, using every tool at your disposal, build fellowship. Use the word of Christ and God's words in each of those experiences to bring God into that experience and build fellowship. And as we build fellowship, we're destroying this machine and building the world that we need. I'd be very happy in this new world if this entire internet nonsense that we currently understand as internet just vaporized. I'd have no problem with it. And we would find another way. Because a lot of what God does and we have to do, and this is where I constantly talk about gifts, gifts, and talents, is when we're making something. And if you've been involved in making anything, think about that process. We're, in, we're bringing in the, the beauty and the glory and the, the spirit of God within every single thing we're creating with our hands. But when we're just banging away on keys and we're just cranking away on our comments on social media, there's, I would say there's little God there. But when we're creating things and we're sharing them across the digital space with the intent of God, that's what I experienced today. We actually undo the binary option. We use that binary option against them to create something fantastic. But as we move forward, we want to root ourselves more and more in those gifts and talents, the gifts and talents of creating things with our hands. That could look many different ways. For me, it's like we got to get back to tubes and vinyl. (laughs) And we've got to get back to film and away from digital pictures. Those are good things. Black and white, baby. I mean, this is, we're in a transformational moment, and we are going to go forward. We have to go back to go forward. And in going back to go forward, we are going to capture the, the wisdom of the old and bring it forward into the glory of what God's showing us in the new. What they're trying to do to us is say, you have to leave it all behind, the great reset. Leave it all behind and go where we want you to go. And I'm saying, nope, we are not going there. At least I'm not. And I don't think Bard's Nation is either. I think Bard's Nation, I think we're all on this walk together. We're going to walk with Christ He's going to be right with us, and God's right at our back. And in this beautiful walk, the reset of this world is happening. So if there's anything I would say that has struck me on this day, my birthday, a day that I honor deeply, honor my parents for all that they've done to bring me here, honor God for all the gifts he's given me, I'm grateful for all the amazing people that are part of this platform, Bard's Nation. I'm humbled by the growth of fellowship that we've affected across this world. And I'm sitting in a place where I feel more hopeful, more optimistic, and stronger than I ever thought I would. There's a storm coming. And it's like I'm putting my wetsuit on and getting ready to get my surfboard ready because I'm ready for this one. It's going to be epic. And what we face in challenges and every challenges we have are opportunities to extend God's grace. So in this time as we go ahead here in the coming months, because it's starting to slide now, don't waste time. Get yourself ready, get your family secured, stock up on supplies, get yourself strong in your house, whatever that takes. And once you get those foundations ready, make sure you've got some excess to share with a neighbor. Make sure you have some excess to share with a friend. And look for those opportunities to seed the forest. Because in the time of crisis, when everybody's in despair, it's going to be those that can seed the forest to show hope and direction. That will ultimately help the masses return to Christ. And that has to be our goal. And what a beautiful, beautiful goal that would be. And so it shall be. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you for this day. Me personally, thank you for this day. And thank you for two wonderful parents who brought me into this world. I want to thank you for all the blessings and grace you have given me, the, the patience you have extended to me over my life, and those points of juncture where you've had to sternly bring me back to you. I'm grateful for all the grace you have given and the wisdom you have passed on. Lord, I'm equally humbled and and. don't have words even to speak to all that has happened this last year in this watching all of us, your children, come together to unite in a fellowship around this world, to turn the digital world into good, to find places that we can share and come together through stories and through conversations to build a deeper love for you, Father, A closer and intimate relationship in Christ Jesus. Giving us strength in the times when perhaps we thought we didn't have it. A reminder of how much we truly have within us. Those tests that showed us that we have so much more than we ever thought. The resilience to show us how to stand back up when we thought we couldn't. The grace to show us love. And extend love when we didn't think we had it within us. And the temperance to endure at times which we thought was impossible to endure. We're humbled, Lord, by this walk. And as we enter into these next months, we ask that you can continue to give us that clarity of sight. That clarity in our heart to know the directions to walk and where to place our next steps that inspiration to seek you and seek that love in Christ more, to let go of our possession and clinging on to the things and in turn start to view our life as stewards of you, Lord, of all that you give and all the grace that you provide in helping us seed forests and let us seed many. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Patriots, I want to thank you all for being here and thank you all for a very happy birthday. It's a blessing. We've had a big year. We had a big Bards Fest. We're going to have more of it this year. We have a a beautiful fellowship we've built. And I truly believe on my heart, this is the engine of change. We have to take back our communities and we have to do it with God on the throne and Christ before us. It's the only way this will work. So let the fires of righteousness burn. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Begin each day with prayers. Let Father lead you and guide you in all that he does. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And while he definitely will win this fight, I say every night and I truly believe we are here at this time in this place for a reason. He trusts us. He's with us. And we're growing as he needs us to. All we have to do is trust in him. Have a very blessed night. Thank you all very much. I'll be back for Fishers of Men. Until then, or until the next time. God bless, and out for now.
1: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty.